what are the best ways to come out of a polyvagal fight state? Should you scream into a pillow? Should you punch things? Can it help to use your imagination? Is there one right way to climb the polyvagal ladder out of fight? My name is Justin Sanceri. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, helping you to understand the polyvagal theory clearly and apply it to your traumatized state so you can finally get the relief that you deserve and need. Welcome to Stuck Not Broken. This podcast is, of course, not therapy, nor is it intended to be a replacement for therapy. And if I can get it right, we're going to hear a couple, uh, well, actually, one or two new voices in this episode. I have been messing around with this computer-generated AI voice thing. It's kind of fun. And uh, we're going to hear from Kayla. She is a, well, a computer-generated voiceover. I think it sounds kind of convincing. I'd be curious to hear what you think. But uh, yeah, Kayla is going to read... A, uh, a message I got from somebody, and here is this week's question. Hi there. Thanks so much for the podcast. I was just wondering if you've done an episode yet on the best ways to get out of the fight state. To move up the polyvagal ladder. I haven't listened to all of the episodes, so my apologies if you've already covered this. Is screaming into or punching a pillow ever a good idea? No offense at all if you don't have time to answer this. Thanks again for the podcast. The first topic here is let's do a really quick review of what the polyvagal theory fight state is. Polyvagal theory is an explanation for how mammals connect, but also how we make adjustments in order to survive a threat uh, in the moment. We go through these autonomic responses, so they're not thought out, they're not planned, they're not a conscious thing. They are uh, they're hardwired. They're in our DNA. There's these are these autonomic responses that improve the chances of survival and or uh, optimize or utilize resources. So if you're in the safety state uh, or if the body's prepared for safety, it'll actually optimize the resources within it. And uh, same thing that will optimize resources for running away or fighting or uh, immobilizing. So there are autonomic responses. And one of those is, uh, is preparation for fight or for aggression. So fight is accessed when we are not able to connect. So maybe like there's a potential danger and we can't utilize our capacity for connection. So we can't use our safety state. So when that's not effective, then we drop down what's called the polyvagal ladder into the flight um, autonomic state. Flight and fight are both the sympathetic state, but um, they have distinct behaviors associated with them and um when we get stuck in these states, they have distinct feelings and thoughts and whatnot. So we, we separate them, or I, I do at least. So fight is access when we cannot connect and uh, you know deal with the danger through connection. Well, then if we can't do that, then we drop down further into our flight state down the, uh, the polyvagal ladder. And if we can't run away, if we can't escape the situation, then we drop down even further into the fight state. So again, flight and fight are the same state. They're both a sympathetic um, state, but flight is the first sort of behavioral um, attempts or the first behavioral platform, I guess, or, and then we drop down and in further into fight. So if we can't escape and run away, then we become more aggressive in order to get the danger to back off so that we then can escape. Flight and fight are supposed to be used quickly. They're supposed to be used in one large burst of sympathetic activity. It's not supposed to stay in our system for a long time. 
It's supposed to be used in that moment to uh, uh, to aggress upon a danger, to enclose space, specifically with fight. And then once we can get the danger to back off, then we can use flight to get away. It's supposed to be one large burst of movement, like uh, pushing, shoving, hitting, throwing, lifting, and then running. So it's it's there to repel a danger. Once we can create space through fight, then we can use flight to create more space and actually run away or get away. And then we want to get to back to our family or our herd or our tribe, uh, whatever it is, we get back to safety and then we reconnect with uh, safe others and also with, our, with ourselves as well. So that's what it's supposed to, that's what it evolved within us to function as. However, um, us human beings, we have uh, this, this knack of getting stuck in defensive states. And that's called trauma when we are stuck in a defensive state and we can get stuck in a fight state. That means so people can get stuck down that polyvagal ladder in their fight on the on that fight rung. They could actually get stuck there. This can look a couple different ways, maybe even, maybe even a third. Uh, this can look like we are stuck in fight, um, like we're just developmentally, maybe there was this constant severing of connection with uh, caregivers or trusted adults or people that we were supposed to rely on. And through this constant severing, maybe we had to exist in a fight state in order to get our needs met. So developmentally, we kind of just exist in a in more of a fight state. That's one potential path is like chronic uh, dis disruption of connectedness. The other potential path is that we went through something like we went through and an incident where we had to uh, go into a fight state, but we weren't able to use that fight energy and it actually got stuck in the system. So we were in the fight state, but immobilized or we perceived that we had to immobilize or that, that the fight state would not be able to deal with the situation. We couldn't utilize our, our fight state. And so through the perception of that, we also we immobilized. So we're in fight and we immobilize either through perception or through force. Hopefully that makes sense. And the other one that I'll throw in here, so that, that's two. The other one I'll throw in here is coming out of shutdown up into fight. So out of shutdown, which is the bottom of the, la the ladder, that's immobilization. Out of that limp collapse up into fight. And then what happens is the sympathetic fight energy comes back into the system. It's not stuck there. We're just not like accessing it. And so as we come up the polyvagal ladder into fight, then that sympathetic fight energy comes back into the system. And I don't think that's what this person's asking, but that could potentially be a factor for somebody. Being stuck down the polyvagal ladder comes from a chronic disruption of connectedness or, or and or an acute life threat reaction. So the acute life threat reaction is that is a freeze mixed state of the polyvagal theory. That's where we have uh, flight fight active plus shutdown. So sympathetic plus uh, dorsal vagal. We are ready to run or fight, but also immobilized through force or through perception. And then the flight fight energy is frozen into the system. Now this person's asking specifically about fight. And yeah, we could have more of a fight flavored freeze, which I would associate more with rage versus a flight flavored freeze, which I would associate more with panic. Chronic disruption of connectedness 
definitely will leave someone down the their polyvagal ladder, but not necessarily with the immobilization along with it. That person can be stuck in like flight. They maybe they had maybe they existed in this chronic disruption of connectedness, and so they just kind of got stuck in that flight energy. So day to day, they have a noticeable level of anxiety, which would be the day to day experience of a stuck flight state. So that doesn't necessarily involve immobilization. That simply means that they existed in more of a flight energy uh, through their you know, whatever the context of their life is. That's different than being stuck in like a flight flight flavored freeze and experiencing more like panic attacks. The freeze and panic attacks go really go hand in hand. Same thing with the person stuck in fight. They may have gotten their needs met through existing in a fight state. And so they kind of exist there, but without the immobilization aspect of it. And so they just kind of feel maybe angry or irritable. And that's just kind of underlying um, their their system. Um, that fight energy is, is affecting them and that they are thinking more in terms of blame or, or thinking negatively. And they're feeling more irritation and anger and snapping at people. So the, it's in the system. It's there, but there's no immobilization aspect to it. To it, so there would be no uh, like rage, uh, explosive rage uh, coming from that frozen fight state. Hey, by the way, tap, uh, click, or press the subscribe button or the follow button. It will give you immediate access to the next episode in whatever player you're using. Thank you so much. It really does help the show to be found by others. And I want you to go ahead and also thank my daughter, my 13-year-old daughter. I had originally recorded a child's voice uh, begging you for a subscription. And she said, no, daddy, that's disturbing. Uh, don't play that. So I'll, I'll pass along your thanks to her for sparing you what apparently was disturbing. I thought it was funny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she thought, so thank her for that. Moving on. Topic three. I don't think we'll ever have computer-generated children's voices on the show. All right, she ruined it. Topic three. Uh, unstucking from fights. So that this, let's get to the heart of the question here. Our polyvagal states have impulses. Being all, all of them. Our impulse from a safety state is to connect. Our impulse from flight state is to escape, to run, to mobilize and get to safety. Being stuck down the ladder indicates that there might be an impulse that has not been acted upon yet in very simple terms, very, very, very simple terms. There might be some sort of impulse within you that has not been able to complete. Maybe it was frozen and or maybe the, it, the immobility froze the sympathetic activation in your body. So if you had an impulse to shove or hit or throw or whatever, but you were immobilized during that impulse, uh, that could leave you in a stuck fight state. A frozen fight state. What's the best way to release this fight, uh, the stuck fight state? Then, of course, it's different per person. I know, obvious, right? But it's it's different. It's different for all of us. You need to be curious about what the heck is going on underneath your polyvagal state. Not under, not really. What, what's stemming from it? What kind of impulse is stemming from your stuck polyvagal state? I have worked with clients that have you know have a scream that wants to come out. I've worked with clients that have uh, squeezing that 
you know, they need to act upon. For me, when it comes to my stuck fight state, uh, I've existed more of a shutdown. And as I come more and more out of that, uh, there is some fight energy that I still am learning how to feel and welcome. So for me, I notice that pulling feels fantastic when I have more fight in my system than uh, than not. When I'm in a little more of a dysregulative state, a fight state, then I, I go to these, I think they're called hedgehog rings or these spiky orange rings or sorry, sorry, spiky rubber rings. One of them's orange, but they come in different colors. But um, with those, I pull on them and it, something I feel like releasing, it really just kind of eases my body up. So that maybe there's like a physical impulse that you can act on that feels relieving. Like that, that could be it. Maybe it's screaming. Maybe it's um, hitting a pillow. Maybe, sure. Uh, but fight can also be released without actively like physically using the impulse. For myself and with other clients that simply using the imagination mindfully can allow a discharge to happen. It's something that Peter Levine has talked about um, as well. I don't have this specific quote, but um, yeah, using mindfully using your imagination, mindfully attuning to what's happening within you, just just through your consciousness, through your awareness, can help. Sim- can help to release whatever is stuck inside of you, even if you're not like actually getting up and running away. You you can mindfully tune to the stuck flight energy as it is, and then allow a discharge to happen if if you can handle that. Um, but that that's a possibility. And if you think about with Peter Levine and his whole um, Nancy and the tiger example, that, that was his first therapy client where he, uh, he had done the, the shaking and trembling, or she did, the shaking and trembling trauma release. And they were imagining being chased by a tiger. Well, she was already kind of in that state and, she, and the immobility was in her system. And he gave her the image, the imaginary image of being chased by a tiger. And that allowed her to then enter into the shaking and trembling, which would re- which released some of, at least some of uh, the stuck uh, sympathetic state that she had inside of her. I've also worked with uh, my own clients. So I had a teen client that was imagining running home to her grandmother's house, which was her safe place. She was uh, running to her grandma's house and mindfully really got into the imaginative experience of that. And that caused her to to go into the shaking and trembling and, and releasing some of what she was going through. I had an adult uh, male client that was able to mindfully experience his body's sensations. It was definitely more of the um, the fight flavor of it. And he, he simply attuned to it mindfully and really felt it without judgment and went into these spontaneous, um, uh, his breath just sort of spontaneously like began to heave, you know, um, taking in big gasps of air and then letting it out. He just sort of spontaneously went into this. And then as he went through this, through this uh, process, he came out the other end of that and said, wow, I feel way different. I feel like something's been released. I feel, you know, he was able to make more eye contact with me and connection and feel pride in himself and had really relieved uh, some of his stuck state. 
Um, I've had many clients that go to gyms and they can utilize their fight state or their flight state at the gym and mindfully use their muscles. So yeah, you can, you can, you can definitely use your body, but you don't have to like act on the impulse of, of, uh, you know, like I feel the impulse to scream and I let it out. Well, maybe you're doing something physical. They're like, like going to the gym and you can allow yourself to feel some anger or even feel the sensations of your stuck fight state, but then, uh, you know, do something extremely physical and challenging to help uh, release bits and pieces of what you're going through, titrating it. I've had clients that have found that to be helpful and it really helps to build the mindfulness of what they're going through and allowing, allowing them to, uh, to have their feelings without judgment, to let it be there, but then do something with it. So what I want you to get from this is I don't want you to look for the right technique. I don't want you to look for the right movement. There is no prescriptive, like, here's the thing that you do. I've seen, I find it disturbing. I've seen just videos of people saying, oh, do this, crane your neck this way, arch your back that way, rub this. And it's like, it's, it's no, that's not the way this works. That That's nonsense. When it comes to you and your stuck state, only your body knows far more than me, far more than any Instagram guru or 15 second TikTok video. Like I need you to believe that your body knows more than even your brain does in, in a way. Or yeah, very, very much. So we need your brain, your consciousness, your awareness, your mindfulness, we need that to be more attuned to what your body already knows. Okay. That's the goal. And so if you could do that, then your body will tell you, you know, this, this feels right. And I can't get any deeper into like how you do that. We're, we're really kind of just going into the what I can't tell you more of like how to do it. So from this, don't look for the right technique or movement. I want you, I would encourage you to instead be curious about well, what is what do I want? what does my body want what does my stuck state want be curious as much as you can about what your body needs or your system needs and I, I know this is difficult because from a sympathetic state from a stuck flight fight state we are more evaluative we're less curious we have more of a sense of urgency we have less patience this the mindfulness that I'm talking about of aligning your brain to your body really requires more patience and more curiosity. So safety is the priority here. And then bring that to your stuck defensive state. Safety is the priority. Accessing your safety state is the priority. Once you're grounded in your safety state, then you can bring that to your stuck defensive state, whatever it is. And this is what we're talking about fight, but it could be any of your stuck defensive state. So, but you have to be grounded in the safety state. Once you're grounded in the safety state, then you can allow the emotion of whatever it is you're going through. Maybe it's anger. So once you're grounded in safety, then you can allow the emotion of what you're going through. And if you can mindfully, or uh, if you can witness that and allow it to be there, then you can drill down even further to the sensations that are underneath that emotion, that feeling, or the emotion. And if you can mindfully experience the sensations under that, then you may feel that there is an impulse of what to do next. And maybe that's just to continue 
utilizing whatever images your brain's coming up with. Or maybe it's to, you know, actively get up and do something with it. Maybe you do need to squeeze something. And if you could do that, then act, more active ladder climbing will happen from there. Just really quickly, if you're interested in which of my courses addresses this, it's Unstucking Defensive States. Um, I call it UDS. Unstucking Defensive States is all about how to feel your stuck defensive state. Okay? So that, that's my course. It's on justinlmft.com slash UDS. For now, though, I actually have a, a free freebie for you here, a nifty gifty. If you go to justinlmft.com slash three-day polyvagal, and I'll have a link in the description, there is a free three-day polyvagal states challenge. When you sign up for that, I'll send you one email per day for three days with a brief lesson on how to identify all of your polyvagal states and then instructions on how to do that each day for three days. And each day we do a different state. It's not all six states each day. Um, each day that you get the email, you'll be prompted on what to look for in a safe, manageable, practical way. I'm not expecting you to get wrapped up in your stuck state. This should not be triggering at all. Um, I really want to make sure that this was practical and doable with a really nice brief lesson. through. And this is all through email. You'll get it once a day for three days. So justinlmft.com slash three day polyvagal link in the description otherwise that's it thank you so much for listening fellow stuckna i do hope this episode has been a helpful resource for you in your process of learning and applying the polyvagal theory to your trauma relief bye this podcast is not therapy not intended to be therapy or be a replacement for therapy nothing in this creates or indicates a therapeutic relationship Please consult with your therapist or seek for one in your area if you are experiencing mental health symptoms. Nothing in this podcast should be construed to be specific life advice, it is for educational and entertainment purposes only. More resources are available in the description of this episode. Hey, Justin. Tell your daughter she hasn't heard the last of me. I'll be back.